The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. Hello and welcome to episode 99 of ReviewParty.com. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. This is the 99th episode, baby. This is the final hour. Who knows what's going to happen when we hit a 100%. I'd like to think that this episode is going to be like, you're doing a Windows update and you've got a new game and you got to do this Windows update and uh, it gets to 99% and it just stays there. Oh, that's the kind of feeling I want this episode to give. I want people. a nervous sweat, three <laughs> little beads to just pop out on your forehead. I want you to think during this episode: Should I reset it? Should we lose all that time? Do I need to reset it? Or if I reset it, would it have just finished in a, maybe the next few seconds? You know, you think about that meme where the guy mm-hmm. is digging and digging and digging, and he gives up an inch before the diamonds. He was right there. He, he could have smelled them. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get a truffle-smelling hog, truffle-smelling dog, <laughs> something. Give him a diamond instead. Did Disney ever do a movie about that? A truffle-smelling dog and a truffle-smelling hog? You know, a bit of an odd couple. Yeah, yeah, they ate each other's feet and stuff. And I said, <laughs> I guess we can't dig anymore, huh? Kind of screwed the pooch on that one. <laughs> that horror story just made me think of the uh, Animal Farm movie. The fucking pigs in the beginning of that shit terrifying old major yeah. <laughs> just greasy i've oh. never seen a greasier animatronic in my life were they anim- oh. made, or were they they probably were puppets huh probably i don't know just greased up they, they sprayed them down <laughs> oh. hey this uh this water we're spraying on them here is you know it's not metal it's not shiny enough under these lights Let's get some actual pig fat, some actual bacon grease, and just Ugh. slap it on, along with some hair. Mm. I these. demand the finest lard to be slathered <laughs> on me. And snowball. Something, something about those, those <laughs> black and white pigs that you can see the fur so much that grosses me out, you know? Yeah, furry pigs. Fur- <laughs> it's been a while uh, since we've talked about Animal Farmer. Brings me back. I love a good Animal Farm chat. It's such a such a dumb premise for a book. <laughs> so wholesome and uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's even more better, cooler, uh, enjoyable? Uh, talking about a review on this podcast about internet reviews. Yeah, that's the thing we do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me is this yeah. for me is this for you no no i just remembered man maybe i should save this our, our dear friend jess smith might be angry if i read this now but we were just talking about a book animal farm and i have a review here for a book the old curiosity shop and i've already said it so that means i have to yeah read now it. you have to do it that's what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> this is a goodreads review for the old curiosity shop it's one of charles dickens lesser known but still fairly well known works 
Also, thank you, Jess. Thank you, Jess. Uh, you inspired me. Actually, there's a whole thing. We'll, we'll get into it in the future if that happens, if we're still here. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this review comes to us from Jason Koivu. He writes, Charles Dickens likes to beat the shit out of his main characters. <laughs> it's like a form of domestic abuse. Has he beaten the crap out of another character more than poor little Nell from the old curiosity shop? Certainly Pip and Oliver get theirs, but at least with them, there's some sort of happy ending or comeuppance for the villains. Like little Dorrit, without the uplifting ending, Nell is flat out beat down. Time and again, she's taken advantage of, and there is no redemption, not in my eyes. Sure, you could say that she gets to finish out her miserable life in a better place than where she started, but... And he, he put this in spoiler quotes. Okay. Goodreads lets you do spoiler quotes. They're owned by Amazon. Why do you get to do stuff like that on Goodreads but not on Amazon? I... Anyway, but... Spoilers, sp these Hot Wheels spoiler quotes. are fast. <laughs> <laughs> Let me resume. Uh, sure, you could say that she gets to finish out her miserable life in a better place than where she started, but then, spoiler quotes, she immediately dies. <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong with Dickens? Why did he like to make his characters, and by proxy, us, suffer so much? Yes, pitting characters against trials is important to keep up the tension and keep the reader's eyes locked on the page, but this is different altogether. It's as if the trial is over and all we see is the punishment. No. I cannot say this is one of Dickens' more successful attempts at his brand of entertainment. He wrote of, quite literally, hard times. England was not a pleasant place for the lower classes in the 19th century, especially in the 19th century. It was a time ripe for an author keen on social commentary. In the latter half of the century, England birthed an author quite keen on telling it how it was while adding in some good old-fashioned storytime fun in the form of adventure and outlandish characters. Good as the old curiosity shop is, however, it doesn't quite work on the whole. I think it's because Dickens forgot about the fun. <laughs> Three stars. Well, he just likes to torture the Dickens out of his characters, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. <laughs> that little uh, hi-hat hit joke aside... I like to think to myself, you know, I was an English major, so I'm I'm a pompous ass. You you are an English major. I are never <laughs> <laughs> an English major never dies. <laughs> right, uh, once an English major, always an English major. Unfortunately, and I like to think of myself as a student of Mr. Vonnegut Jr., Kurt Vonnegut Jr. himself, and his oh sixth God. rule of writing, mm -hmm. of his eight rules of writing. Uh, which I always, so I, I always think back to them when I'm reading stories. Like, did they did they hit that? Did they not? Especially because movies are such short stories. But anyway, uh -huh. the sixth rule is be a sadist. No matter how <laughs> sweet and innocent your leading characters, make awful things happen to them in order that the reader may see what they are made of. <gasps> mm. Dang, it's like you're quoting that. It is. I, it's like I typed, like I looked typed. it up on a website while <laughs> you were reading that review. <laughs> Nonetheless, that's awesome and impressive that you could recall enough to, to, to bring it up for reference. That, oh, thank you. I mean, yeah, you gotta, 
Why do we like Captain Underpants? Okay. Why do uh, where, we like I want? Where are you going with this? All right, I'm here. I'm ready. We know in our heart of hearts that George and oh god, I don't remember both kids' names. Henry, Harold, Henry, Harold, Harold, George and Harold. They have their own villain, yet they've made him their hero. He has no powers of his own except when he has that ratty towel wrapped around his neck. And he becomes the hero that they want, that they envision. Okay. But at the end of the day, what is he? Who is he? I really don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, I, I didn't know either. So other than <laughs> hey he he gets put through a lot. How does he look at himself in the mirror? He likes being mean to children, yet his alter ego saves children time and time again. This reminds me of another quote that doesn't make me impressive and intelligent for remembering okay. or referencing. What is a man? <gasps> <laughs> Throws wine glass and wine glass smashes. A miserable pile of secrets. <laughs> this is, of course, uh, from uh, Dracula, from Castlevania <laughs> Symphony of the Night. <laughs> Mr. Underpants is nothing but a miserable pile of secrets, if you ask me. <laughs> a big, round, uh, flat-nosed <laughs> pile of secrets. Because he's crudely drawn, not because I'm not body-shaming a cartoon character so i think what we're getting at here matt if you could follow me on a journey for a second absolutely which dickens book was this again the old curiosity shop the old curiosity shop could have used some more of those pages uh where you put your thumb in the middle and then you flip (laughs) back and forth and make a cool little fight animation absolutely see that (laughs) when that woman dies that would be a great two-paneler Calling her a woman is... <sighs> what, this was a, a, a child that died? She's a waif. She's a, a maybe a teenager. Oh, my we'll, goodness. We'll, we'll return to the old curiosity shop at some point because <laughs> I'm sure Jess will, uh, I don't know, give me a dirty look when I tell her that I did this uh, without her. But yes, if I, if I see little Nell's like realization that grandpa has gambled away the last of their money, you flip back and forth. She's calm. She's shocked. She's calm. She's shocked. Mm-hmm. That, that would make you feel uh, like at least she had some fun <laughs> at Nell's expense. This is making me think what other literary classics could use the Captain Underpants Oh, animation pages of mice and men of mice and men. Talk about the bunny switching for sure. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, I was thinking uh, yellow wallpaper. You know, ripping down the evil wallpaper from oh. her apartment. Wouldn't that be a wonderful little mm-hmm. little moment? Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely uh, Julius Caesar. The stab into the Etu Brute, you gotta have that. Good moment, yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> climax. You get 13 little back and forth pages right there. Hmm. And Brave New World. Let's let's make it let's make it nice and depressing. You just see that the guy never mind. <laughs> you know the, if I'm gonna talk about that, I might as well talk about chapter seven in the kite runner too. <laughs> Am I right? Well I'll I'll say um 
what about uh, 1974? You know, 84 too. Oh, no. <laughs> 1984. Uh, you know, just lighten the little little torch behind that rat in the bucket. Here's one. Okay. Okay. This would be like the publishing company would have to do some fancy stuff, but the giver. Ooh. When things start to change to to become colorful, boom. Anything they could do would be better than that fucking movie. I was going to say, it's got to be better than the movie. <laughs> that, oh my God. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I shouldn't, I shouldn't pile on, but I am. Because I respect your opinion. Man, that's my As favorite a- book. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it's one thing to do a, a different interpretation, but they really, they really ran with it, boy. I tell you what. <laughs> Oh, well. Just instead of, you know, the book being about, it's about, like, learning sympathy. See, you know, what it means to understand what the repercussions of horrible historical events as well as wonderful historical events. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, the movie's just about, like, I don't, I don't even know, bro. Add spaceships and and uprising to that. I don't even want to talk about it. Okay, but let's get you another review. Sorry, yeah, give Jess. me a review, or maybe Jess is happy we're moving on. Yeah, she'll have her time. I'm sure. <laughs> this one is from uh, the old Yelp. This Yelp review is for Bell's Eccentric Cafe in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Kalamazoo, home of Cereal City. And some fucking farms. As a as a Michigan boy, you go down there, you stop in Kalamazoo on your way to Detroit, you're gonna see you're gonna be like, Oh, don't worry, the cereal uh the cereal factory tour is just around these twelve hundred cornfields. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh this review uh for Bell's Eccentric Cafe, which is a bar, by the way. That is eccentric for a cafe. <laughs> A little bit different for a cafe, you might say. Doug N. here writes about Bell Center's Cafe. Strange how they like to profit off of selling merchandise for your dog in their store, but they aren't dog-friendly in their beer garden. Also, I don't like to be lied to by the staff that it is Michigan State regulations when we all know... That is not the case. Otherwise, hundreds of other breweries with outside pet-friendly areas would be closed down. If don't like dogs, don't sell dog (laughs) merchandise, and don't have your staff lie about regulations that don't exist. There's an S on that, exists, by the way. That don't exist. (laughs) One star. Okay, we got the hall monitor here. He's got... (laughs) State statutes in pocket. Okay. I don't want to dox this guy, but uh, right under Doug and it does say he's from Los Angeles, California. Dude, what? Michigan brewery law expert from old LA. I mean, people do move and sure. then they, people do write reviews five years ago and then uh-huh. live in another place today. And sometimes people don't update their location, you know. That too. Or they go on a, oh, <laughs> they say, I've had enough of L.A. for right now. I'm going to go on like a one-month tour of southern Michigan. 
<laughs> that's where it's at in the summertime actually maybe yeah yeah sure sure but uh <laughs> or maybe you know if i moved to kalamazoo from la i'd kind of be embarrassed i was living in kalamazoo probably la sounds <laughs> a little bit cooler on the old report card you know all your la friends are on yelp air day <laughs> They would notice, oh, you updated your location to Kalamazoo? Seems to be you're checking in in a lot of places in uh, Kalamazoo. Is that like a real zoo? (laughs) (laughs) What does Kalama mean? (laughs) Skip to my zoo. (laughs) Where on the mitten is that, dork? And then they push him (laughs) off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) And he falls into Lake Michigan. Pure Michigan. (laughs) Man, that lake smells like pure Michigan, I tell you what. That's what they don't tell you about the Great Lakes. They all smell like shit. <laughs> I don't know that that's completely true. But <laughs> yeah, go certain, take a big whiff, Matt. I know you live within driving distance. Certain places, certain days, yeah, water can smell a bit fishy, can smell a bit otherwise. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, that's, I, I, I forgot to say I brought this review because we had... Such a dog-friendly, dog-positive yeah. review last week. Yes, this that was ringing in my ears as you were like, oh, whoa, the people in France would never have this. Dog service comes first. <laughs> if, if a boat is going down in France, it's dogs, then women, then children, <laughs> and the men swim. I mean, I understand. As, as we said, if there is a dog present, your mm. life has gotten better. <laughs> Almost 100% of the time. Sometimes, maybe they're mauling you and killing you. I don't know. I've had a dog bite me a few times. Uh, an, an uninvited bite on my foot. This is dumb. This And that was at a... <laughs> that was at a restaurant that was having a... A dogs by the dockside. Really? Uh, by, by my little Fox River down here in Illinois. It's the same name, but a different river. But, but just as foxy. I was going to say... The dog really? just l- latched onto my foot. <laughs> I was like, Excuse me? <laughs> the people didn't even react. I thought, is that normal? For your dog to just... He's like one of the, the alligator games where you push the teeth in. Yeah. Like chomp I... you. <laughs> Very bizarre. But that surprises me because I was going to say, could you ever picture being bit by a dog in a cafe? It just seems... Like, that would never happen. You, you're more likely to be struck by lightning, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. Little dogs are strange. They got <laughs> they got mental problems. <laughs> Big dogs, I think, they're like steady cruisers. We don't, I'm just out here vibing, man. The little dogs are like, the world has tried to kill me so far, and I need to kill <laughs> anything that I can. Is that a fight? The, uh, the, just that statement, the way you said little dogs are strange, it made me think like... We're on a History Channel show, not a History Channel History Channel show, but one of the late game, weird, alternate, (laughs) alt-history History history Channel shows. And it it cuts to, oh, Matt Hellyer, little dog expert. (laughs) Little dogs are strange, man. Big dogs, them are chill, but little dogs, there's something off about them. I've done some studies. Uh, (laughs) You know, look at my foot. Yeah, I did the study down at the down at the beer garden down there. <laughs> I was messing with this dog. I, I kept I kept you know making him try and sniff my shoes, and then he bit me. I'm like, <laughs> what? what? This, this is strange. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
uh, before we move on, I want to hear the full story. So the dog just appeared, just uh, teleported. My family was exiting the establishment, exiting mm-hmm. the, the patio area of the establishment. The This other group, this other family was entering through like a little gate area. And yes, I'm strolling. I am strutting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got not like real Crocs on, but ones with the canvas tops that don't look as much like Crocs. They're sort of boat shoe type Okay, Crocs. okay. Uh, that they were a gift. I had no say in the matter. But anyway, <laughs> my feet were somewhat exposed, I will say. And yes, this little dog sort of hey, just latched on and, and I just looked down and looked at the people and they didn't react. And I thought, I guess that means I don't react either. Keep walking. Can I ask? And then, and please ask. Do your, did your feet smell like particularly like ham? This not, not to my knowledge. I don't recall, you know, it's outside patio dining, but I don't recall like dripping ketchup or, or drippy, <laughs> drippy burgers on my feet at any moment. <laughs> I'm glad you can say that confidently. I can, I don't think there's any moment where I can confidently say there's no way there's not some burger drippings on my feet right now. I never know at any given time. Because it's those metal great tables, and I know I've got my cold glass of water sitting there, and that thing is dripping through. Ooh, my thigh. That's cold water. Because mm-hmm. the water's dripping through. But no, I didn't I didn't besmirch my feet with any with any meat juices. And then re- returning home, I'm like, oh, man, that thing broke skin. And my mom's like... That happened? Why didn't you say anything? I'm calling down there to let them know. <laughs> and, and so that's what happened. Because that's what moms do. That's what moms do. I guess that's strange. She was worried. She was worried I was going to... Because that was right before my, my trip to China. Uh, yeah, they don't let you in China if you got rabies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, you're going to go to China. What's going to happen? I don't know. I'll have some... I'll stew some wood chips. That's what you do in China? Yeah, we went to a Chinese traditional medicine hospital. I saw the pharmacy. Little bags of wood chips and mushrooms and all sorts of things. That's great, dude. I want... And cupping and acupuncture. That acupuncture I don't fuck with, but I'd love to go to the doctor and they just hand me a little bag of wood chips. Yep. Boil so, this. Drink it. Yeah, just fucking make some tea out of these sweet wood chips, dude. That's way better than swallowing horse pills. <laughs> yeah agreed <laughs> just from sort of like a i don't know from an enjoyment perspective of actually taking the medicine i guess what's most enjoyable is becoming better yeah yeah i'm there for the gamification of taking medicine <laughs> <laughs> agreed medicine should be more fun yeah if i'm not getting a high score for you know most consecutive days taking my antibiotics some sort of leaderboard going on. I, I don't know if I can do it anymore. <laughs> uh, that being said, I should probably go take my medicine. Uh, should we take a break? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a little foamy at the mouth, so give me five. Holy shit. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop, 
and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> that is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewbody.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode and welcome to <gasps> Reviewer Redux. Again. Again. Dun, 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 dun. We the best music. <laughs> this. Another one. <laughs> another one and another one and another I asked for seconds, okay? Give me <laughs> give me a break. This is the segment, in case you didn't listen last week, which if you didn't, bro, we talk about dogs a lot. Go listen. <laughs> also, Nagata Komita and his IMDb nonsense. Oh, what did you say? IMDb? That's right. We're back. We're on IMDb, but we're not talking about Nagata Komita's reviews. Nagata had their time in the sun. I'm sure I'm sure they'll be back for the three first, but <laughs> sure today's not that day. Today, we're going to march to the beat of one A underscore different underscore drummer. A different drummer. What was their review? I recognize the name. Do, do you remember the movie A Walk to Remember? <laughs> and how it's actually two movies? Uh-huh. But in one. And if I had my way, they would just leave off the ending. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the payoff of the whole movie. Yeah, so we went from last week, a reviewer we love. A reviewer (laughs) that, you know, even if they're saying Morbius is good, we're still enjoying their company here at ReviewParty.com. And not to say we're not enjoying a a difference, difference, different opinion here, but we're we're somewhat at odds with this reviewer. I think that's what separates it. Yeah. Also, a different drummer spent far too long talking about <laughs> the concept of time travel and Mandy Moore's <laughs> ageless face because it was captured on film for this movie. I did like that part. <laughs> that was bizarre, but <laughs> the picture of Mandy Moore, she's got a she's got a portrait in her in her mansion that ages instead of her. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, we're on the classic lit train today we love it smart jokes smart jokes smart jokes. since uh since as you mentioned this is this is a bit of a different tone from our good friend nagata kamita mm-hmm. i'm gonna ease us into it with okay. this review from a different drummer for the king eternal monarch episode 1-11 i guess that's season one episode 11 that's what it says right there under it yeah good job matt a different drummer titles their review Wow, 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 wow. So there is a link between there these two is a weeks. Link. Wow earning is going on here. Drummer writes IMDb top reviewer. Some 1700 reviews here. Fairly new to K dramas. <laughs> what I found out is that many of the K dramas, good as they are, run out of steam about halfway through the season. This one just gets better. And that last scene? Wow. Better than the Wild Bunch. The 300. The finale in Buffy. Basically unforgettable. 
that doesn't even have a star rating. Uh, mostly, yes, I wanted to, to show that Different Drummer does dish out some wows, but also <laughs> tends to brag a lot that they are an IMDb yeah. top reviewer. Yeah, that was that's really to front load your business. Like, hey, mm, <laughs> my opinion's a little more valuable than the Just other people so you're scrolling past. I got the cred. <laughs> From my perspective, maybe this is, you know, going on tangent a bit too much, but I don't really want my reviews on a website to be attached to anything in that way. I want to be just another nameless reviewer in the crowd. You know, everyone's got equal footing of the opinion. Let let the quality of my words and writing. Sure. Yeah. Let you decide if this is credible or not. Not my <laughs> listing my stats. I mean, like on Amazon or something, or or even like a restaurant on Google, that you can you can kind of generally trust someone's opinion. But movies are so subjective. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just because you've watched seventeen hundred movies <laughs> doesn't mean your opinion is good. Well, unless you're a different drummer, let's go. This is a different drummer's review of the Amazing Spider-Man review titled "Historical." <laughs> <laughs> An historical marker of a time when clearly Marvel did not have a clue how to manage its own brand. <laughs> Under Disney, Marvel has made a lot of odd choices, but overall, this film is still a low point. Stone is the only thing that lights up this film. Five out of ten. Emma Stone could light up anything. She, she could light up absolutely. She could light uh, up Schindler's List. It would be like the giver <laughs> when she was walking on in there. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> but I will remind you, myself, and our audience that The Amazing Spider-Man came out in 2012. Yep. I would say that's a time when Marvel definitely had a clear... Uh, a, they knew what they were doing in 2012. And what is that? Not making The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> they were doing other things. I mean, yes, it's a Marvel product, but yep. that was Sony. Right, right. I mean, I, and it still has that Marvel pre-roll on it, right? It, it's maybe yeah, what they're referencing. It's not MCU, but it is Marvel. Marvel Studio. Marvel. If we give them the benefit of the doubt, which I don't think they deserve. No. <laughs> But Marvel as a creative entity, you know, both a part of it and separate from the MCU, they're kind of spot on. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man's a little bit all over the place. I liked it. I liked that one, too. Amazing Spider-Man 2 obviously has a lot of issues. The first one, it was uh, Andrew Garfield's mm -hmm. the best Spider-Man. He's I'm, I'm so, say it. so lovable. He's, he's Peter Parker to me. He's just that, you know... Goofy. He's not too cool. Just because he skateboards in a scene doesn't make him too cool. I, I had lots of friends who skateboarded in high school who were total dorks and burnouts, bro. <laughs> like, <sighs> This is a review of 1883. I believe it, he's just reviewing the series in general. I not think. the year. Or is this itself. a spinoff? I don't know. I don't watch. This is, this is a spinoff of Yellowstone. Okay, whatever. The park or the, the, the show? There's a show. There's a show called <laughs> Yellowstone. Uh, different drummer titles, their review, review by numbers. By the numbers. Which, I mean, to, to their credit. <clears throat> One, 
In the UK, unlike in the US, it has always been common to have single creators known for their ability to create consistent high-quality dramas. Stephen Moffat comes to mind. He's been creating hits since the 1980s. In the US, the nearest thing we have to a creator of that same quality is Taylor Sheridan. Check out his IMDb bio. Props to him. He has earned it. I have no idea who that is. Anyway. (laughs) Two, the incredible success of Yellowstone is not merely about Costner and Sheridan. It could also be considered, quote, the revenge of the studio system. Unlike the typical Netflix offering, Yellowstone is old school Hollywood all the way. And it shows. And so is 1883. Three, Sam Elliott is 77 years old and has been playing the same basic character perfectly for decades. In the UK, they would have knighted him by now. Seriously. Bottom line, at every level, 1883 represents the best that America has to offer. It is in the DNA, so just enjoy it. Nine out of ten. I'm pretty sure the only reason I picked that one... Well, I like the that the, the very clear, concise bullet point system, but mm-hmm. Sam Elliott has been playing the same character for ever. Let me, let me look at that man in the face on IMDb here. You recognize his mustache. You would recognize From a his mile voice. away. Oh. If you watching a Coors commercial, <laughs> you know his voice. You, you know what I like about Sam Elliott? What's that? This dude does it all. Comedy, drama, action. He's, he's done it all. Deep voice. A deep voice. It's one thing to get typecasted in the same genre of show. He's He can play that character in an absurdist comedy. That's true. By the book sitcom. He can play that character <laughs> in a dramatic Oscar bait movie, you know? And it, it doesn't feel out of place. I think that might be sort of impressive. I don't know who else does that. Uh, he's, uh, aside from him calling uh, certain recent products not Westerns, he, which is strange, and then he apologized for it. I don't know. I wasn't really <laughs> following that because I don't watch these shows. Boomer's going to uh, say Boomer stuff. I, you know, boomer. I'm not going to hold it against him. <laughs> I, I love his work. I, that's all I'm going to say. Anyway, the final review from a different drummer. That was a 9 out of 10. I wonder what we have next. It's a review for Castlevania. It's been a strange ride. It's the Castlevania anime. Yep. The Netflix one, Season 4, episode 10. Yeah. Yeah. Review titled, quote, You had me at hello. Little, Little Jerry Maguire wink there. Different drummer writes, Thanks to the producers for this episode. Before this, I had already decided this was one of the best animes ever, with outstanding and unforgettable artwork, dialogue, direction, and voice actors. You did not need to go any further, (laughs) but you did. A happy ending? I have about 1,700 reviews here, give or take, and yet I am uncharacteristically speechless. No one does happy endings anymore, don't you know? Suffering and misery are the order of the day, not unlike the world you created in your series, coincidentally. Thanks again. Caught me completely off guard. Ten out of ten. Oh, I'm glad a different drummer could feel a different feeling. Yeah. For once. I watched the first season of that show. It's cool. It's neat. I might check it out. 
Yeah, it's worth a it's worth a looky loo. I it's a debatable or whether or not it's an anime type show, but okay, I, I like to use that word loosely. It can be anime. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not a different drummer? That Mandy Moore though. <laughs> Seventeen hundred reviews later, Mandy Moore still <laughs> in the hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> That's Reviewer Redux. Thanks, a different drummer. We'll, we'll, I mean, you got 1,700 reviews, man. I'm sure we'll see you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're running out of reviews here, you know. <laughs> just, just statistically, we'll have to hit that, hit that one again. Open up the vein. <laughs> I have a review here from Amazon for the Intex DuraBeam Deluxe Comfort Plush Air Mattress Series with Internal Pump. This is a fucking air mattress, folks. Sounds top of the line. Giordano Bruno. (laughs) Titles their review. Do not recommend. Ah! They write, not so good for sleep. After a few nights, bought real bed with real mattress. I would recommend this product as a guest bed for guests who you do not want to see often in your house. Two stars. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, we got a lot in a, in, in a little right there. <laughs> Giordano set it up plainly. You know. I mean, honestly, this is not good for to sleep, but for to keep <laughs> bad people away. It is good. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, you get the mother-in-law sleeping over. You whip this bad boy out. Mother-in-law. That, that bad back ain't going to be lasting too long, is it? Oh, no. She's got a crick in her neck. She won't get it out for days. <laughs> oh, oh, Stella, I am so sorry. Here, take a couple, uh, uh, two, three, rattle, 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 rattle. Yeah, yeah, pain relievers. It'll, it'll put you to sleep. Hey. <laughs> I'd prefer my mother-in-law snoring in the living room to doing a lot of other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to to find to a lot of other sounds she could be making. Got some cobwebs up in the corner there, huh? <laughs> I suppose that happens, though. Hmm. Oh, Stella, God, it's gonna be a long week. It's gonna be a long week, Amelia. The real question is, how do you get your money's worth out of this? Mattress for your enemies. How do you lure <laughs> your enemies onto this mattress to ruin their life? You say, hey, Broad, you know me. You know I love the hoop. <laughs> uh, and I have gone through the gauntlet of crappy arcade-style basketball hoop games. Mm-hmm. But I just got a sick one. And if you want to come by, I got a sick air mattress, too. You can crash on it, bro. We'll play first thing in the morning. <laughs> so you, you bait in your, your enemies with... Your typical rival affair. Your typical rival slumber party, obviously. Right. You know, Ash would say, hey, Gary, you know, we come over, battle a couple Pokemons. If you get tired, you can crash. You know what it would be? It would be the parents doing something. Like, why don't you share that with your friend? Mom, you don't know. You don't know that's my enemy. (laughs) Soon everything will be clear. I pictured it as your parents get this mattress and encourage you to invite a friend over that they don't like. 
<laughs> that's smart too yeah oh, st- yeah. oh yeah stevie can just uh, that new air mattress we got stevie can crash on that oh what oh you're going home early stevie oh no, what <laughs> you're gonna spend four weeks in traction oh no don't worry it's i i know scoliosis that's not it you wake up 9 a.m roll over to see what stevie's doing you expect them to see them sitting on their phone hey what's up no they're just a mangled mass of bones <laughs> and, and secrets <laughs> <laughs> what is an air mattress a miserable pile of secrets how's that thing what's in there you can't just lay on air you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, your secrets can support you, but only for so long. They take their toll. I've paid attention to science class. I know you can't sleep on the air, all right? You can't just lay on the air. Uh-uh. It's all around us. I I, I can't lay down Avatar? just sit right here. The airbender? <laughs> I thought there was only one of them, so couldn't be you. That's right. This mattress would only be good for Aang and Appa. <laughs> I don't see a blue stripe down your forehead. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't see an arrow pointing towards your nose on your face there, champ. I don't see you with any sweet bow staff that also is like a flying squirrel type glider. But uh, yeah, uh, rest up. Uh, we'll get to that 10K in the morning. Okay. Now, water. Water you can sleep on. Water you just got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Are you a waterbed guy? Are you down with the waterbed? I've sat on a waterbed and thought, well, that's interesting. That's a good way to put it. It's just interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had one when I was a kid, and my parents thought I was scared of it, I guess, because oh. I would never sleep in it. And really, <laughs> I think I just had separation anxiety and wanted to sleep in their room every night. But then they did get me a new bed, and it was a bunk bed, and that's what finally got me to sleep on my own. Oh, yeah. And it was because bunk beds are sick. They are. I was like, I get to top bunk this bad boy? Come on, Mr. Potato Head, let's camp out. You level up. The (laughs) the king me of beds. Oh, that pun's terrible. Okay. Uh. (laughs) In a good way. In a good way. The level up. The level up. That's the, I think that's the highest compliment you can give a pun, right? It was terrible. I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I left I left a review on Podchaser, which everyone should do. It's a good mm-hmm. place to leave podcast reviews. Uh, there's this like dad joke podcast, and I said, "Oh, three minutes long, cool. I'll I'll listen to that." Sure. And first strike against it, it was all user submitted stuff, so it was pretty much trash. Second, <laughs> it was. Like, it was text-to-speech, the entire yeah. thing. That's a big thing on the old net these days. And, I like, the the whole point of a dad joke is that you've got the dad personality going along with it. Oh. You've got that dad point of view, and you took that away. You need the dad delivery. I left a one-star review attached to our <laughs> ReviewParty.com profile <laughs> on that podcast because I couldn't take it. That's how passionate you felt. I was so so livid. I'm like, I spent three minutes of my life. I'm spending more time writing this review because <laughs> I hate it so much. You need the dad to go along with the dad delivery. You know, yeah. you, you need the joke hand packaged <gasps> by a dad, or uh, at least some dad energy in the delivery. Yes, an appreciation of that that goofiness. 
you know, a robot telling Norm McDonald jokes would not be very good at Doesn't all. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. You need that fat old pig staring at the camera after <laughs> he tells the joke. That self-satisfied little little grin, that little curl exactly. uh, in the corner of their mouth. Uh, exactly. Dad just told a joke. That's right. Ugh. That is the essence of it. Oh, the other thing. My God. It it mispronounced a word because it didn't know whether in the context it should have been wind or oh. wind. W-I-N-D. I'm like, the joke wasn't – it didn't work because you you screwed it up because it's a robot. Oh. I have a quick review to read to take my mind off of this. This is uh, – I found it, it. it. I found it on Google, but Google's telling me it's a review provided by Petco.com because we're back to talking about dogs. Hey, you can't this, get away from them. <laughs> this is a review for medicated antiseptic spray four ounce i think because he said antiseptic at some point in a recent episode and i was like i like i'm gonna google that word and see what comes up (laughs) (laughs) and this did dog mom tribe titles their review does what it says and writes i'm sure that it says it heals wounds because it's antiseptic spray sure sure she writes Nobody knows what happened behind a groomer's closed door. Uh, As for uh, my little 10-pound doggy, he had multiple clipper burns and his hair was cut extremely short. My request to keep some hair on my dog was ignored three times, twice in person and once over the phone. We'll unpack that. So to say this remedy plus recovery medicated antiseptic worked wonders... Uh, I guess that's just the, the whole sentence there. He ran around in joy when this was sprayed on him. His hair is growing back. His clipper burn where he can't reach. He felt some relief. And the one on his leg is the worst one, but it's slowly but surely healing. I would definitely recommend this product five stars. Sounds like she's not recommending the dog groomer, though. <laughs> but this potion sounds like it's straight out of Pokemon, dude. Yeah, it's on your little wound and dun, 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 max HP. <laughs> yeah, the dog's like ready to, it's growing its hair back. <laughs> Fellas, forget keeps, forget hymns. Get the medicated antiseptic spray four ounce. Does this, uh, what brand is this? Does it have a brand name? <sighs> let me, let me, re, let me do uh, what we call the re-Google. The re-Goog. While I'm doing this, I just want to comment on the whole, like... She asked, please keep some hair on my dog. Please keep some hair on my dog. <laughs> she got home. like, maybe they didn't understand. Let me call. Please keep some hair on my dog. And and then didn't. Okay, the brand is Remedy Plus Recovery. Remedy Plus Recovery. See if they got any candy. Some dog candy. Uh, you could level up your dog. It says dog swell on it, which is cool. <laughs> but you get some, some, some candy of the rare variety from that place? Uh, Max power level your dog easy, but um, the way that she got denied letting her dog keep some hair makes me just picture the the person has the old uh, sweatband with the the phone in it, so they can oh. use their it's like attached to their head. Yes, and they're they're talking on the phone and they're like, yeah, yeah, no, we're gonna keep wow, a, a two three inches here. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna you know a really tasteful buzz. We're gonna keep some around the ears and on the tail. You just to make it look nice. And uh, meanwhile, the dog is just ah, 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 
<laughs> and they're like holding them down, just like shearing them like uh, a like, like, like a like knocked courage. out sheep. Yeah, like courage getting a haircut. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm picturing. Uh, it looks like all this brand makes is uh, things like this. We've got the medicated hot spot spray for dogs, infection medication for dogs, the antiseptic spray. So they just got bandage, the potions. Styptic powder. They've got a powder. They got a powder. Not quite a, not quite up to the rare candy or Pokeball technology. That's, that's yet. like grit powder, right? For those <laughs> those playing the newest games. You know what would have been really great with this magic cartoon healing spray? What's that? It's some ridiculous oversized band-aids. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Just stick it right on. Yeah, that would really accelerate the healing. Especially if there was like a big bump on their head from getting a knuckle sandwich. Just put a big Band-Aid on it. You just push that thing right back down, I thought. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) With the Band-Aid over it, you push it down. (laughs) And then it pops up on the back of their calf. Yes. And you gotta push that one down. (laughs) So you take a little hammer and you tap, 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 tap tap it down and then it pops up again and then you whack it. (laughs) And then, well, oops, that's what started in the first place. And then you push that one down, and then, oh, their tummy gets big, and the belt breaks. Oh, and then you push that one down, and, oh, look at their big butt cheeks, and it's Uh-oh, just a, a swallow quick. the dynamite. Boom. <laughs> that, that'll fix it. Yeah. Well, I think that's the end of episode 99, unfortunately. Ooh. That little fucker flew right by. Has the sweat returned to your brow? Maybe it never left. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm still feeling fired up. You know, I, Me too. I guess I'll have to carry that energy right into episode 100, which is coming next week. That's right. Every week of this podcast, every Tuesday, we got a new episode of this podcast. The next one is big episode 100. Make sure you don't miss that shit, people. We got some fun plans for it. Uh, But back to this episode, I had a lot of fun. I did. Yeah, I think Matt. That fucker over there had some fun. I hope you had some fun. Uh, Like I said, we got new episodes every hashtag Tuesday, Reviews Day, next week's episode 100. If you have any funny reviews you'd like to send in for us to laugh at, like Jess did. Thank you, Miss Jess. Thank you, Jess. Then why don't you send us an email with that review over to reviewparty.com at gmail.com. Include a hyperlink or a screenshot to the review. You could also send something like that over to one of our social media pages. Matt has all the information tattooed on the back of his hand. He's about to mm-hmm. tell us that right now. Okay. Pull out your TI-84 plus graphing calculator and uh-huh. your your USB link to your computer so you can you know download games, download programs, and instead download instagram.ti84plus <laughs> or tiktok ti84plus to your calculator that way when you're in algebra or pre-calc you can check in on reviewparty.com that's at reviewparty.com on those platforms or if you get the ti84plus twitter app it would just be at reviewpartypod <laughs> it will be black and white uh, on your graphing calculator if you do it on your phone or a computer or a tablet or something like that, I guarantee it'll probably be different, like actual colors. You can like content, you can share content, you can send us content as Brent referenced. And if you're just in the mood to absorb stuff, go to reviewparty.com.com where there's lots of stuff to absorb, like like the blog where reviews are written about, like on Amazon. You know how you shop and you see Amazon's choice? 
or a bestseller? What do those things really mean? You could find out if you read the blog. That's all I'm going to say. Find out. Uh, and you should sign up for the newsletter. I don't know if we've plugged that in a while. Yeah, sign up for that, I, that, that after-party review, baby. And if you have tried and you're not getting it, let us know, because <laughs> either Squarespace has messed something up or we have. <laughs> One or the other. You can sign up for that on the website as well. What else do I have to talk about? I got a little list here. Uh, leave us a review somewhere. This is a, re- a podcast about reviews, and we have a-, a scarce amount of reviews across the internet about us. And I would love to have just a buff amount of five-star reviews on every platform. Mainly, Podchaser and Good Pods are two great apps to leave a review for us on. That's a lot of help. There's some platforms sort of you know, all about reviews, but also uh, on the old Apple podcast slash iTunes. Those go a long way. Uh, If you want to help out the show, leave a funny five-star review. And uh, if it's funny enough, if it passes the judges, we might even read it on air, baby. We'll do it. We'll do it. You know what else we'll do? Listen to some fucking nosebleeds, bro. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Nosebleeds. Spotify. One word. Look them up. They do it in our theme song, Bread for Breakfast. It's really good. Their other songs, even better. We picked the worst one for the podcast. Just kidding. I really love Breakfast <laughs> Breakers. Um, I have a finisher review this week. Exciting. It, this one is kind of exciting. No. This one is it about dogs? Uh, it could be. It looks Literature. like a dog. The the <laughs> the product looks kind of like a dog toy. Okay. I will say that reading these reviews, it was one of those where. Us at Review Party read a lot of reviews on the internet, way more than we bring to the air. Yeah. There are many afternoons spent picking through hundreds of generic, crappy, boring reviews. And this is one of those products where every review is just positive and nice and sort of, you mm-hmm. know, and well-written and normal. Nothing we could ever make fun of. It was just nice. Uh, but then I stumbled upon this one by David M. Rose for the Glove Sticks Stank Sticks Shoe Deodorizer Shoe Odor Eliminator, formerly called Shoe Sticks, non-toxic odor remover for shoes, <laughs> boots, smelly gym bags, boxing, lacrosse, soccer, and hockey gear. Sorry, baseball guys. Your shoes are going to keep stinking. Uh, it's just these two little sticks uh, that deodorize and dry your shoes. I don't know how they work or if there's batteries or what. I think there's some battery situation. Whoa. Uh, As I said, David titles their review, If your feet stink, these are great. They write. To compound the benefits, wash your feet with soap. Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) That also helps get the scent of ham off your feet because you never know where the little dog lurks. (laughs) 